0: The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shacknews News is the place to be for all your gaming needs with news, guides, walkthroughs, and reviews, like this week's featured article reviewing the new Gran Turismo 7 game. And remember, you can use the Shack News Cortex to join in on all the conversations, like this week's Shack Chat, where the staff discusses their racing game dream cars. Racing game dream cars. If you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Check News and at CheckNews.com. It's time streaming live from
1: Cleveland, Ohio, presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast
2: of the world. The big play. We
3: to the big play reflog show i am your host big play dave alongside my two friends mr chris mcneil and nick padone gentlemen how are we doing
0: navigating this ohio weather here dave (laughs) ups and downs right i was playing golf on saturday sunday today just horrible wind rain cold back to that. And I'm sure by the end of the week, we're probably going to be warming up again. I don't know. It's just that up and down at this time of the season, Dave. And we got to navigate it
3: until we right. break it's like and we Cavs. get to the spring. It's like the Cavs 72 to 42. Right. <laughs> Nick, right. what's going on, man? How are you?
4: What's happening? Doing well, guys. Glad to be back on the
3: show. Happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. Cavs, Dave, won. you
0: know what we get to do what's today? What's that? Talk draft. We've been putting it off and putting it off. Today we get That's, to talk yeah. draft. Are you excited That's to be Come a on. record for us? It's March 7th. I know. We, 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 held, we held out, made out for a while. while. Yeah.
3: We really we did. We held
0: out until March. That's
3: pretty good for us. I used to pull up mock drafts like January.
0: Right? Oh, I still do.
4: Yeah. Oh, do yeah. you, Nick? Yeah. To do. yeah I, I, lo- you. I love the draft, though. So, like, I, yeah. I'm i just, I don't know. It's just something to do, something to be interested in. So, yeah, I look it up. I like seeing too, like, like what are the garbage teams thinking? You know, like, like what are the Jags thinking? What are the Jets thinking? Just because, like, I remember being there, like they really think that guy is going to be like the guy that turns it all around. So I kind of like, like sickly, I like looking back and. Taking a trip down memory lane and then, you know, you gander at 13, see what they got the Browns doing and then yeah. click off it. I, I don't take it as serious as I used to where, you know, some some big name reporter would drop a mock draft and like all oh, of Twitter ran to it to see.
3: Yeah. Well that's when we were <laughs> winning zero to one games. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we've, we've come a long way. We've got a long way to go, but let's kick <laughs> it off. We're going to kick it off with Power Rank Monday, then on to our featured interview, National Scout for Cover One, host of the Cover One NFL Draft podcast, Russell Brown, joining the show. After that, we might or might not be doing Cavs trivia. Um. I don't know if we have a guest yet. And then we will do Cleveland Headlines, brought to you by TSE Cleveland, and wrap it up with the best and worst tweets of the week. Let's kick it off with some Power Rank Monday. It's
1: time for Power Rank
3: Monday. All right, power rank Monday time. Did you guys see this uh the most expensive ticket in basketball history, Duke versus UNC. And
0: that's yeah. why you end up with all those celebrities that were there and like none of the normal people outside of like the students. Did you see like Jerry Seinfeld right. was there. It's Commissioner like a Silver. <laughs> huh?
3: It's like a Lakers game or like a Rams game. It's just all celebrities.
0: That's pretty much it. Yeah, and that's what you ended up with. And and you know what? And what a show Duke put on for that, too. Way to go. Way to send Coach K off. Blaze of glory. (laughs) Just like we did in Columbus. Do you remember that? What? Duke's Duke's came to Columbus this year. Got beaten by our Buckeyes, who can't beat anybody else,
3: Michigan included, it seems, these days. Oh, oh, man. hopefully we can come out with like a six seed that's what we're looking at oh look at that ed in columbus is going to join for Cavs trivia there we go beautiful ed in columbus Welcome. Yeah, absolutely okay we have so to know
0: that the blue jackets just scored to tie it up speaking there of columbus, we go 3-3. Live
3: hockey update there you go Not bad. Not bad. so in honor of that duke unc we're going to power rank past cleveland sporting events That we would pay the most money to see in person. If you could go back in time, do you guys have one that you would like to add to the power rank? Oh Um, yeah,
0: I mean, there's one that's not.
3: Chris, what would you would you go would you go way back in time, or is there one more recently? Would you go like Cavs finals? No, no. Oh, you're talking like
0: things that we would have experienced or wouldn't. Did it matter? Correct. Like if you go back
3: in time right now, and go to one of these events, one of these Cleveland sports, you had tickets. Which one would you pick?
0: June fourth, nineteen seventy four. Do you know what that is? Nineteen seventy four. Nick, it was a little bit before your time. Dave, it was was a little bit before
3: seventy five. I think. Yeah.
0: Do you know what that (laughs)
4: was? Oh, I do. I yes.
3: Nick just Nick, looked it up. I looked Nick, it what up. was it? I know 64.
4: Can I, should I say, because I cheated? I looked it up.
3: Yeah, of course. 10 I cent saw
4: beer you night. 10
0: cent beer night. How <laughs> great would it was 74? it? 74? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, there's enough t shirts, too. If I went back, I'd have to go back and then wear the t shirt at the concert. <laughs> like, yeah. wear a 10 cent beer night that day and then, like, have a picture taken. That could be, like, a movie. Amazing in the picture in the background, like this time traveler, heck yeah, wearing a 10 cent beer night shirt at At 10 cent Cent beer night and knowing what was going to happen, like sitting there just getting all the beers, you're sitting there just waiting (laughs) for the fireworks to start. That would be great. I mean, a lot of people would like to go back to like 1964 and see our last championship with the Browns, you know, go back and see the Indians in the heyday or even in the 90s, I would imagine. But uh, not me, I'd go to 10 cent beer night, Dave. (laughs) Ten cent beer night. All right, it makes the list. Nick, what would you go with?
4: Uh, mine is so basic. I, I like I feel guilty saying it with how basic it is, but it's game seven. Yeah. Especially like if I were to time travel. that you
0: saw what happened. If you want yeah, to see I you know can, just go g- go to your TV. Oh jeez. Who's getting a call? <laughs> oh Chris getting a live a live caller. Excuse hey, me. Uh, very popular, gentlemen. We're, we're, very we're, very
3: we're popular. back to the very Browns post game
0: show. Take the call. <laughs> that was me from Ten Cent Beer Night. I made it back apparently in, in a certain timeline, and I was calling in to tell everybody how it was live update.
4: <laughs> no, yeah, mine's game seven. I mean, before yeah. that, like, I could I have gone to see the Browns last championship? Where was that? Yeah. You know, where? What is going on, Chris? <laughs> what this is
3: going is on is I'm going to have to go have a country.
0: conversation with one of my kids here in a second. <laughs> live radio, folks. <laughs>
3: what Uh, other what other games would you put on there i mean you can't you can't really go indians world series even though that was like my favorite one i ever went to i mean you lost so here's a wild right
4: right here's a fun one for me as a lebron fan what about lebron's debut
3: yeah i thought you were i thought you were gonna go pistons where he scored 25 points
4: that one but, again, like, like kind of like Chris said, like I remember that. Um, what about – here's one that I didn't go to, but I really wanted to. I was a little bit younger. My parents were like, yeah, is that really a good
0: idea? Was, I'll be right back. I'm going to exit the video here for just a moment, gentlemen.
4: <laughs> the, the game, the oh. game where Lebr- LeBron's first game back as a member of the Miami Heat.
3: You would want to go to that?
4: I mean that atmosphere was wild. We lost, but that's like a that's like a historic monument. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're game. saying
3: his game back to Cleveland with the Heat? Yeah. Oh, I was at
4: that game. You were see that? That's oh, exactly yeah. my point. Was it fun? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh his his phone's still ringing. Still
3: ringing somehow. Here we could mute him. There we go. There you go. Good work. Good work. Um, All right. So- you can unmute Chris now. You got it, Chris. You got three phone calls while you were gone. Did I really? Yep. This is fantastic. That's all right. Live radio. That's right.
0: I mean, should we bring I, in a guest to join this fun? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, it's right about time, right? Bring all right. Guest, yeah. are, are, are we done with this conversation or not? Do we figure it out? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> not... <laughs> he comes back and he's like, we're done, right? This is he like said, a group project. I'm just going to slap my name on whatever you guys came up with and then move along. He said, are we done with it?
3: <laughs> good, good
4: Lord.
0: I mean, number one is ten cent beardite, right? There you go. There's number two is 86 Browns Jets, because I'd oh, like to go back gate. and see myself.
3: I was also at I, Bottlegate. I, I, would, I would go uh, back in time gate. and go back to that <laughs> and have worse seats so then you don't have <laughs> bottles flying over you. So you were actually go to at Bottlegate? Whole... Oh, yeah. I forget how old I was. What year was that?
0: Yeah, we were playing Jacksonville. As, uh, I was like, old uh, enough. You were a like teenager, right? I you was like 17.
3: I, I want to say like, no, nah, I want to say I was like 13. 2001. 2001 2011, 21, 21 years ago. Yeah. Oh thirty-eight, twenty-eight, eighteen. 38, 28, 18. Okay. Yeah. Chris, close. you were closer. Yeah. I told you. I was wow. three. I didn't throw any bottles. Mm-hmm. All right. Bottlegate, that's mine. Chris, ten cent beer night. Nick, twenty no sixteen no championship game seven. Yeah, I'm lame. Sorry. Done. Awesome, great segment.
0: Okay, let's move on. No, it's nobody time. said like the drive or the fumble or anything like that, right? We're no. Not we we're we're Keeping
3: yeah. it all positive tonight. All positive tonight. Let's Keep let's on. get into our Keep featured on. interview of the week. National Scott for Cover One, host of the Cover One NFL Draft Podcast. We're bringing in Russell Brown. We will be back in five seconds. There we are. It is interview time. Russell Brown. Follow him on Twitter at Russ NFL draft. Russ, what's going on, my man? How are you? I'm doing
2: well, fellas. How are you guys?
3: We're, we're doing okay. We're doing all right. <laughs> Working through some technical glitches, but we're, we're here. We've made it. And we're ready to talk some NFL draft of our Cleveland Browns where we will not be taking a quarterback. So that's always a positive here in Cleveland. what do you think of the, what'd you think of the combine, man? Um, how much, how much weight do you put into the combine? Do you think it's that important nowadays?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on the position. I mean, if you have a cornerback that you're you're taking somewhere, maybe in that second or third round, uh, you want to make sure that he can defend wide receivers and, and go vertically down the field. You want to make sure that he's got relatively good long speed. So he's not getting beat deep all the time. And as a lions fan, I can speak uh, in favor of the fact that, you know, when they took T's Tabor coming out of Florida in the second round, I mean, the guy ran like a four, six, five, but the only thing he could do was be like that press man corner, but he kept getting beat deep all the time. So it's one of those things where like, you can't, you know, you can't buy a bunch of stock into it. Cause you always have to trust the tape. But it it does help match up what you see on tape, so I I put a little stock into it. But you know I don't freak out over every forty time. I don't freak out over hand size. I don't freak out over every little thing <laughs> like kind of the national media might do or or other people might do. Because uh, at the end of the day, after I watch four or five games of a of a player, I feel pretty confident in in what I see and kind of my knowledge of, of football.
3: So a Lions fan, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So, brothers Matt in Stafford. arms right there brothers in arms we we only you know on opposite sides whenever it comes to the g l c which unfortunately we don't play for that trophy anymore, so it doesn't right. put us on the odd side of the <laughs> aisle
3: that often anymore so i'm 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 curious your thoughts on on baker um because Matt Stafford, obviously a good quarterback, didn't work out in detroit um how do we avoid that in Cleveland with Baker mayfield? Maybe which receivers can we go after to complement this system that we have here in Cleveland, complement Baker's strengths? I don't want to see him get traded away and be good somewhere else.
2: Yeah, it, it I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it, kind of sucked watching stafford go off and do his thing it was awesome because i love the guy I got a fat head of him down in my man cave downstairs but at the end of the day like i wanted to see that thing here in detroit and it didn't happen but you know the key is just to, obviously you, you want to build things around him the right way and you know you, whether it's the offensive line which i think they've done a pretty good job with you know guys like jedrick wills and bringing in jack conklin and, and you know wyatt teller what a steal he was from buffalo i can't believe they they let him go but you know they've done a phenomenal job building those guys up um, across that offensive line. But really, it's just about adding some playmakers now on, on the wide receiver position, like you mentioned. So, you know, some guys in this draft, I have six first round grades. And if I'm going to be honest, I mean, I don't think there's really a wrong answer. I, I, I love all these guys from, you know, Jameson Williams to Chris Olave to Garrett Wilson, all the way down to even Jahan Dotson. Now, um, I personally think Drake London is the the best wide receiver in this draft, just off of my rankings um, but I would understand if they took one of these other wide receivers but starting with Drake London, if he ends up being there, obviously you know you want to make sure that he 's healthy he had the injury earlier in the year uh, back at u s c but you know overall, you look at a player that just He's, he's got the body frame that you're, you're looking for for jump ball situations, whether it's a 50-50 ball, contested catches, whatever it might be. He goes up there and he gets it. He's always con- you know, constantly high-pointing the football, really has great body control, and he's somebody that just really wins, it feels like, in all three areas of the field that maybe he doesn't get as much credit for as a route runner and maybe that separator that some of these other receivers do. So Drake London would make a lot of sense. Garrett Wilson's kind of been the, the player that I Kind of key them up to. I, I think he's a, a lot better of a route runner than he gets credit for. But you also talk about body control. He ran a four three eight forty down at the combine, which I know I just said at the top of the show. I don't buy a bunch of stock into that stuff, but obviously, you know, you That's you like fast. to see. Right, you like to see the speed in that, so I I think really, you know, you take your pick. But if I if I had to boil it down to like two guys on my particular board for maybe the Browns, those would be the two guys. But again, I don't think that there's really a wrong or right answer when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. They just they have to add a pass catcher, and it wouldn't surprise me with the the picks that they have if they ended up you know adding two of these guys, two two receivers in this draft at some point.
0: Break down Chris Olave. What do you think about his game? Obviously, the other guy there at Ohio State, opposite Garrett Wilson.
2: Yeah. When, when you look back at, you know, this interior offensive line group, everybody looks at Zion Johnson. I call him Mr. Consistent. And I think I actually said this on 97 one, the fan down in Columbus today, you know, Chris Olave kind of the same deal with the wide receiver group is he's Mr. Consistent. I mean, he's just been so consistent over the course of his career. You know, you look at Drake London, he might not maybe have that high ceiling like London does, but at the same time he still might be just as productive as any receiver in this draft because of what he can do, in all three areas of the field, especially in the short and intermediate areas. He's probably the best route runner in this group. He's super smooth as an athlete. You saw it his first 40 time was a 426 unofficial, which we could probably get into for days on the the <laughs> timing and how far off they were. But it ended up being a 439, and that was a lot faster than I had projected. And I think a lot of people, so you know, he might have a little bit of a of a skinnier frame, maybe not as muscular as like a Drake London, but he is somebody that can win in all three areas. He can win after the catch. I, I love his skill set. He's just kind of been this consistent, steady top 20 pick. It feels like on the consensus boards across anybody you, you talk to. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he was the first or second receiver off the board either, but at the same time, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up being like the 30th pick of the draft or something.
4: What teams, in your opinion, Russ, do you think the Browns need to look out for ahead of 13 that might snag one of their kind of dream receivers, give you some insight locally? I think a lot of people are kind of clinging on to Garrett Wilson. So do you see anybody 1 through 12 that could that could
2: kind of put those dreams to bed and and take our guy? Yeah, I mean, the the Giants would be somewhat of a surprise because they've they spent so much time building up kind of the the playmakers that they have in a sense. You know, $72 million for Kenny Galladay. They've established Sterling Shepard in that offense as maybe a number two. Darius Slayton's like a nice little flyer as that number three. But they might look at another wide receiver just simply because Kyle Rudolph is gone. Evan Ingram's probably gone. Depending on what happens with Barkley, maybe they just completely revamped this offense with Brian Dable and become this air it out type of offense with, with either pick five or six. Seven, But also the Jets, you know, probably not at 4, maybe more so at 10. Maybe that's where Garrett Wilson goes, just adding a a playmaker for for Zach Wilson. But obviously the news story that broke probably three, four hours ago was Calvin Ridley obviously being suspended for the rest of the year for for gambling. So the Falcons are going to be in the market for a wide receiver. And depending on how the edge rushers go – I I could see them going after a wide receiver. Maybe that is Drake London. Maybe maybe that is Garrett Wilson. Maybe it's Olave. So I would think those are probably the three teams. I would be a little surprised if if maybe Minnesota or Washington did at eleven or twelve. Maybe a team moves up. Obviously, but I I really think if if the board plays out with you know obviously some quarterbacks, some offensive tackles, and, and defensive ends, and, and maybe a, a linebacker or a cornerback. I really think that that this this cleveland browns football team could maybe get the pick of the litter when it comes to wide receivers
0: so what you're saying is calvin ridley getting busted today (laughs) for gambling could affect the cleveland browns in a
2: negative way yes it could be and it's not because he didn't have them on one of the legs of his parlay (laughs) right (laughs) and he's just tweeting his way through this i know i can't believe that someone take his phone He's like, oh, oh, fifteen hundred dollars. I don't have a problem. I, I, okay, that's fine. But you still didn't do what you're supposed to do, man. Like, just yeah. call your brother or something and be like, hey, here's a thousand dollars. Chris Carter always said, I "Have a fall guy." Yeah, unbelievable.
0: So if the Browns don't don't go wide receiver there, uh, where do you think they would look? Yeah, well, I
3: mean,
2: they're it's it's tough. I'm talking about the team. Yeah, I, I think, you know, probably somewhere on that defensive side of the football, um, you know, simply because of the edge rushers that could potentially be there. You know, if, if Jadavion Clowney's not back, do they try to find somebody else to pair up with Miles Garrett? And if they do, you know, is that maybe like David Ajabo from Michigan, who I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, just simply from a pass rushing standpoint, kind of reminds me of Chandler Jones. He's got a plethora of, of pass rush moves. You know, he wins with a bull rip move, uh, a spin move, a push-pull move pretty consistently. But he also understands how to translate speed to power. He's got to get a little bit more consistent in the run game as far as, you know, he needs to fight pressure with pressure a little bit better, squeeze some things down. But you look at his length, you look at his athletic ability, see that he's really only been playing football for four or five years. And you look at it and say, man, this guy's potential is through the roof. So he could be a top 10 pick, but if they ended up going another route, I think Ajaba would, would make a lot of sense. Karloftis is interesting because, you know, at the start of the year, he was somebody out of Purdue that was maybe a top five, top 10 pick. And you see him now he's more so mocked in the 20 range. And I think maybe there were some question marks as far as athletic ability and, and maybe how high his ceiling is as a pass rusher. He's seems just more so a little bit limited like what you see is what you get but if he ends up being there he might be just too good to kind of pass up and, and maybe it's in a similar spot when you look back at Houston you know the Houston Texans back when they got J.J. Watt I believe that was the 13th overall pick as well when they got him so maybe Loftus just kind of falls into that role and you end up getting him because everybody passes and, and you get a really great playmaker on the on the opposite side of Miles Garrett. I know this is kind of a
4: loaded question, but, but say there was a situation or a circumstance where a guy like Drake London, Garrett Wilson, get drafted ahead of the Browns. Do you see a world with Andrew Barry and how he runs things very analytically that a trade down could be in the works uh, f- for this year's draft?
2: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I always
0: love the idea of... Snapper. Yeah, I well, always loved center. The- it was a center that we traded down, right? Alex Mack when we traded down like yeah. 50 times a few years ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I mean, it's maybe maybe that's in the cards. Um, I, I don't think you would trade with Pittsburgh if they ended up falling in love with Malik Willis if he was ending up to be there could they trade up and get them? Sure. Um, but I don't think obviously in division, I don't think they're going to do that, but I I look at new Orleans at 18, just simply because the play for a potential quarterback could, could make a lot of sense for that team. They're not going to be in the market for a veteran quarterback unless they, they bring in, you know, bring back Teddy Bridgewater or bring in Jameis Winston back, you know, for a relatively cheap deal. I I think we can all agree on this podcast on the show that, uh, you know, uh, Taysom Hill is not a, an NFL quarterback by any means. So, you know, and they're, they're like going to need <laughs> it, Right. And he's making somehow $40 million a year. It doesn't make sense, but you know, they, they're going to need a quarterback. and And with that, I mean, they could be very intrigued with a Desmond Ritter, a Malik Willis, a Kenny Pickett, somebody like that. So I think there's some options there. New Orleans is is probably that one team. New England would be the other team because you just never know what they're going to do. Uh, But if they ended up moving back, again, I think an edge rusher would make sense for them. They could look at an offensive lineman just because it it might be a little bit of a safe pick, not a sexy pick, but it's a safe pick. But obviously there's there's quite a few receivers. So even if they trade back, get a couple of extra picks and can still land a receiver, I I think it's a win-win for them.
3: Russ, you mentioned playmakers earlier. Let's, let's talk about them. Kickers. How many kickers do you have on your big board? And we're just looking at Cincinnati. So they take a kicker in the fifth round, worked out incredibly well. Boom, Super Bowl, right? <laughs> Super Bowl, yes. All kickers.
0: Watching the halftime show, as I recall, too. Did you hear that story? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want no, a kicker I, that can watch I, the Super Bowl halftime show from inside the stadium. That would right? be fine with me. I'll just tell you that right now,
3: Russ, is there a kicker on your big board that (laughs) looks good for the Cleveland Browns that can watch a a halftime show?
2: No, I'll be honest, (laughs) fellas. I, I don't watch kickers or punters. Unless like I'm at the senior bowl, I'm sitting down there immobile and they catch my eye like a few years ago, Tyler Bass caught her eye a little bit being down there. He was booming them from like 50, 55 yards, pretty consistently like in the stands. But other than that, I thought the one, it, the weather was bad. I'll, I'll give a, a pass to the kickers that were down in the, at the senior bowl, but I thought they kind of sucked if I'm going to be honest, compared oh, to no. last year, <laughs> the, the last couple of years. So I'm just going to be honest with you. I thought they kind of sucked, but. Um, you know, could they draft one? Sure. Every maybe, maybe kicker it's... sucked. Is em- what you yeah, I mean? May- Nobody's maybe worth it's... drafting. If If you're looking for like marketing, something to get the people going, maybe Dicker, the kicker from Texas, that would be my guess. There we go. Yeah, God, There's all kinds of
0: opportunities. Twitter. Oh, Browns Twitter would have them. A...
2: Dave, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna
4: ask, do we have Cody draw a shirt just in case like day three of the draft comes, we take him and we have a brown and orange dicker the kicker just ready to (laughs) drop?
0: Go for locked it. and loaded. <laughs> Why we'll not? be millionaires overnight, right? Yeah, because
4: the draft like day three would be Saturday at around like four thirty, and the friggin' Dicker the Kicker shirt drops, and by Monday we're all calling off work. Rich, <laughs>
3: there we go. All right, Russ. I want last 10%. one. Before...
0: <laughs>
3: last one before we let you go, uh, and everyone go follow him on Twitter. Great follow at Russ NFL um, How do you see this playing out for the Browns? Crystal ball. Draft day. What are the Browns going to do?
2: Man, that's a million dollar question for every team, right? If, if I could get it all right, I'd, I would. We do care about a, the
3: other teams, though.
0: We
2: just—I I would be Browns. a millionaire. So um, it's a
3: kicker, no, kicker. at thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> no, right.
2: no, it, it, it could no. be that punter. It could be that punter from San Diego State, Matt Azzi, my, Azariah 80, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that dude was booming them but uh no realistically i think it will be a wide receiver unless they ended up landing like amari cooper or something like that somehow uh but realistically i think it'll be a receiver um you know i already kind of talked about london and and uh uh wilson and olave but i will say traylon burks would be another one from arkansas just simply because you could do so much with them i know he he ran a you know a 4 540 which some people like frowned upon even though he's six two two twenty five. i thought the speed was fine and when you see him going like you put the ball in his hands, he gets faster as the game goes on. So he's a versatile chess piece. You, you think about Debo Samuel kind of playing around all over the place. Burks does the same thing, does a lot of orbit motion, jet motion stuff. So I, I think Burks could do the same thing for, for Cleveland in a sense and play maybe that big slot, play on the outside as an X receiver, do, do a lot of things. And obviously if they, they, they decide to add a free agent or, or keep Jarvis Landry, whatever they decide, I think a receiver regardless is, is still the pick there at, at thirteen.
0: Any chance we go for a quarterback late? Just throw one in at the back end of this draft.
2: Yeah, they. I mean, they could. I, I think that's been kind of a rule of thumb for some teams, just going after quarterbacks and always always draft one every year. Um, you know, kind of that day. Th- you know, that late day two, day three guy I like is Bailey Zappy from Western Kentucky. Uh, he kind of got better every every day at the Senior Bowl. Reminds me a little bit of like maybe a Case Keenum in a sense, which you know. You there kind you of go, like Dave. Have that, Dave's ears just
0: (laughs) peaked up. He loves himself some Case Keenum over there.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, depending on what happens with him, you know, if you move on, you replace him with Bailey Zappi, it might, you know, it might work out in the long term for you. So um, he would be the one that I'd probably pay attention to. And maybe he goes a little bit later than, you know, early day three or something. Maybe he ends up going in that fifth or sixth round.
4: I'm not sure how deep you've got on this one last quarterback question. I'm so yeah, yeah, that's sorry. Fine.
2: Bring up coming. It's fine. It's, it's all good.
4: Dustin, <laughs> Cr- Dustin crumb, local kid went to Midview, went to Kent state. Where are you at with him? And like, is he going to get drafted? Is he kind of a day three guy?
2: Yeah, he's a, he's a day three guy. Um, You know, it's more so with him. Where's, where's he going to fit in the NFL as far as from, you know, his overall size from his overall, you know, accuracy is ball placement. Can that all translate to the NFL? And can he pick up an NFL offense in the verbiage and right. kind of the different signals callers that he's going to have? Uh, but sure, he could be a day three pick, probably that sixth or seventh round, or certainly that UDFA that when the, when it's all said and done, you know, we look back and we go the next day after the draft and go, oh, my team got this UDFA, so on and so forth. So he he might more so be a camp body. Uh, but you know, anything is possible. I mean, he could come on and, and learn an offense and be a great backup and pull a Chad Henney and still be playing in the league, even though he got drafted in like 2004. So you you never know, you know, how it's going to shake out for some of these guys, but yeah, Dustin crumb. I mean, I thought at the combine, he ran, you know, he looked well, he looked good, you know, as far from in, in the shirts and, and stuff like that, but in pads, I think it's gonna be a little different story for him. All right,
3: Russ. Finally, last one. Who has a better record next year? Browns or lions?
2: Oh, no, no. <laughs> Let me call Calvin Ridley. I think it'll be the Browns. I'll bet money on it.
3: <laughs> Russ, thanks for joining, man. Everyone, I'm go follow him on Twitter at Russ NFL uh, I'd love to have you back on sometime.
2: All right, guys. Russ. Anytime, fellas. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Ah, right,
3: you too. Good stuff out of Russ. All right, so we're taking a punter, a kicker, a quarterback, and then hopefully a wide receiver. There you go.
0: Not there bad. you go. That was some that was some analysis right there. That's a lot yeah. to chew on.
3: He's a he he young yourself. Mel typer right there. I liked it.
0: I know. Very, very. I, I think he's a big board. I want somebody like that to like sit next to me while I'm watching the draft. You know, just kind of tell me like the ins and outs of all these guys. It's just amazing. You can throw these names out and he's like all over it. Oh,
4: you don't have Twitter, Chris?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Everybody's an expert on Twitter. (laughs) I mean, actual
3: expert. Not idiots like me. Oh, Oh, man. All right. Let's try to give away some free beer. What do you say? Let's do it. That's right. We got Ed, right? Let's go. We got Ed in Columbus. Let's do it. It is time for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. All right, it is time for Who Wants to Be a Billionaire? for some Cavs trivia. We are bringing on Ed in Columbus, and this is how it works. We start off with cash for a Labatt six-pack. If you'd like to move on to the next question, it is for a 12-pack, and then a 24-pack. And one final question for a case of Labatt blue light and a GV art shirt. Ed in Columbus, welcome to the show, my man. How are you? What's up guys? How's it going? Dude, you are dressed up for us. Looking yeah. got the up.
0: shirt, the hat. He's going all calves, all old school colors. I love it. Mark Absolutely.
3: Price. Ed, now I'm I'm used to seeing you in your Browns hat. How confident are you in calves trivia? Well, I, I am a, a child of the Lenny
1: Wilkins, Mark Price, Brad yeah. Doherty days. The shot okay. to me was still Jordan okay. over Elo, but thank goodness for Kyrie Irving to, to erase that. But uh, I, I'm more of that period. But I, I, like, I like my chances, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. That's why I dress so nicely, because I uh, dress for success. Whereabouts right. in Columbus do you live? I'm, I'm five, five, five minutes south of Grove City, Commercial Point, home of Sarah Fisher, the uh, yeah, race yeah. car driver.
0: Okay. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Do you oh, follow Sarah the blue jackets? out.
1: I do, I do. Uh, they've had some some tough losses. They've been retiring some numbers and, and bringing some <laughs> nostalgia. But uh,
0: just like we're coach all about K- that. That's that's
1: what we do. Yeah, that's like all we coach do is
0: retire numbers, and when players go to other teams, we, they come back and then we honor them.
1: We got the coach K treatment, you know. We're we, you know we can get <laughs> the job done.
0: <laughs> well, I ask because we're losing again. I was I looked up there. I gave us a score update when we were three three. Now we're down five three. We give up a lot of goals. We score a lot of goals, and we give up a lot of goals. That's Blue Jackets. Chris, where,
3: where are we in, in hockey right now, like in the season? I, I have no idea when it starts or it ends.
0: That's about three-quarters of the way over. Similar to basketball. Yeah. It runs, yeah.
3: Similar? Runs okay. similar to basketball, yeah. I, mean, I think Elster hockey breaks are about a like week a apart. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. All right, Ed, are you ready for question one? I think so. All right, I'm going to get the epic music going. It's going to pump you up. Here we go. Yes, all right. All right, question number one. Cash for a six-pack of Labatt. The Cavs play the Bulls Saturday. Which current Bull did the Cavs select with the fourth overall pick in the 2011 NBA draft?
0: Oh, jeez. He's he's a recent – bowl by the way so this is
3: 2011 draft fourth overall
1: for the oh, fourth overall okay so 2011 i know we uh, we drafted oh that would have to be uh, uh 2011 so that was after well i'm i, I, I know one year was i know it wasn't tristan because i know he's picked fourth but it wasn't him mm-hmm. or, oh jeez mm-hmm. i know i'm gonna this is gonna be pathetic
3: uh, no, think it. think it through. What year
1: was Kyrie Irving? 20 was he 2013? Was he 20? Maybe it was Tristan Thompson. I'll just go Tristan Thompson.
3: Tristan Thompson. Mm, well yeah, I, I was overthinking it. I
1: was overthinking it.
0: Well That's
3: done. done. Well done. Yeah, you had it. You had it. You just say, you know, you, you work your way through these things. That's right. Here we go. Do you, you, want you want to go on? on? The I, I got you. I got to. Cash
0: for a 12 pack. I got cash for a 12-pack of Labatt. The Cavs play the Heat this Friday. Cleveland and Miami did a three-team trade with Toronto in 2001. The Cavs sent big man Chris Gatling gun to Miami. In return, (laughs) Cleveland received Brian Skinner and a young shooting guard who went on to lead the team in scoring the next season. Who was that guard?
1: Oh, it's either Ricky Davis or Lamon Murray. Uh, Ooh, seems, uh don't you
0: know. want to get this one wrong.
1: Wrong uh, Ricky Davis, wrong way, Ricky. R- Ricky Davis,
0: final answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very wow. nice. Very nice. Two for two. Strong.
3: That was well done. Harder, we playing on, Ed. We're playing on. We're playing on.
0: Yeah, he's two for two, going for three.
3: All righty,
4: man. We're playing on. Going for three for cash for a 24-pack of bat. JB Bickerstaff is going to get some consideration for NBA Coach of the Year this season. Who was the last Cleveland Cavaliers coach to win this award? Mm-hmm. Happened in 2009.
3: Mike Brown, final answer. Boom. Well, Make sure God. it wasn't David Blatt. Coach. coach Potato Head. No,
1: I, I, I would like to go bowling with Coach Blatt, though.
0: That Not Beeline? Fun. I'm surprised Beeline didn't <laughs> do. You have to actually coach <laughs> a full season to be eligible? I don't know.
3: Ed, you are cruising, man. You are yeah, absolutely is. cruising. Would you like to go to question four, final question, case of LeBat blue light and a GV art shirt? They don't call this the big clay reflog show for nothing. Let's do it. <laughs> Epic music is yes. back. Let's go. Jared Allen is on pace to have the highest single season true shooting percentage in franchise history. So true shooting is a combination of 2.3 point and free throw, which former three point specialist set the current record in 2018. So twos, threes and free throws.
1: Uh, gosh, three point specialist 2018. I know, uh, you know, I, I know this from Kyle Corver. Wow,
3: we have a winner! Whoa, yes! oh,
0: well done! Well done, <laughs> Ed. Look at that. I'm impressed. I am very wow. Impressed. It's a tie, man. it's no, no ties, only wins or losses. No well done,
3: especially the Kyle Korver. I had forgotten about Kyle Corver.
0: I want to
1: forget you. about
3: Kyle Corver. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well done. He hated Kyle Corver. And then when he came to the Cavs, I was like, All right, I, I like him." You like Kyle for a little while. I got a question he, for you guys
1: though. Very impressive. I have a just one question. You yeah. know, we franchised uh, Chief David Njoku. Is there if baseball doesn't start, is there any way that Cleveland can franchise Chief Wahoo?
3: Wow. There there we go. To a one year deal. Not, not, not of the
0: not a fan of the guarded guardians. Huh? Actually,
1: I am. Actually, I am. I, I kind of like. I I even like the fastball G the logo. I know people don't like it.
0: You but like I, that? Oh, that's you so ugly. I, it's I, not, I, bad, it's
1: not bad, man. I kind of like it. I, I don't. I, I'm, uh, I'm a, get
3: a, out of here. We're gonna I'm, take I'm back your TV it. art shirt. Ed's just a huge fan of clip art.
1: <laughs> yes, I am guilty.
4: The the little paperclip guy, Clippy. You got me, Dave. You got me. <laughs>
3: Oh man! <laughs> oh man, Ed. So every winter, we obviously we want your your take on the Cavs, but also with I know you're a big Browns fan as well. So what are what are your thoughts on the Cavs, and how do you kind of see the the Browns off season shaping up here?
1: With the Cavs, I like what they're doing. The only thing I want to ask you guys is, is there something in Cleveland in the water? Why is it that every time we have a team that's either, you know, on the, the rise or I wouldn't say championship, but it's always injuries derail us, whether it be a pitching staff or the Indians guardians, the Browns, look at what happens to them. And now with Jared Allen and the Cavs, it's like, once again, it's wiping away what possibly could be a great or even greater season than what we have. So, but I do like JV Bickerstaff. I think Colin Sexton needs to be re signed for like a two year deal because I think we need another scoring punch. I wish we would have got somebody like an Eric Gordon or somebody else. I like Karis Levert, but I don't know. I mean, if he's not on the court, I mean, sometimes the availability is the best ability. Uh, I like to see what we got. Darius Garland, get your back right. I think you're a superstar. Cavs looking going forward. Love them. Browns, I don't know. Here's, here's the thing with the Browns. Um, Baker, I don't know. <laughs> if, if Baker Mayfield's good, we're okay. If Baker yeah. Mayfield isn't okay, Oh, we what are we gonna do then? I mean, because say we don't say say for instance we drafted Malik Willis, okay? I don't I'm not saying we should. Oh, you know oh God. You dra- no, no
0: this listen. You draft let him, him this you, you draft. Him me this out. Year. I won. I get my time. That's yeah. right. Dude, let him
1: talk. Sorry. You draft him, you draft him this year. And then say Baker, you know, doesn't ball out. And then you have him for next year because if Baker sucks this year, then you're going into next year with, with then say you draft a rookie. At least you'd have somebody that has experience for one year this year sitting behind Baker. I don't know. I don't want Malik Willis. I'm sorry, Nick Padone. I'm happy to win. I'll shut my mouth. You know, I, I you know, what? I don't want to upset anybody. Baker's the guy. He's the man and uh, have a great night. Everyone. <laughs> Baker
0: hater, Baker hater right there. No, on, no, like, no, no, him correct. no. He just came that. on our airwaves and said he hates Baker. <laughs> Baker no, Mayfield, Baker so go Mayfield. have Adam. Go have
3: Adam.
1: him. Ride with six.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Eddie Columbus, you are the man. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Good stuff, congratulations On the win, man. Congratulations. Go Cavs. Arthur, go Cavs. Yep. All right, Eddie Columbus, bringing it. That was fantastic. <laughs> He's the best, I'll tell you. He's so good. I love that dude.
0: He said, he said the Shot Browns- out of a cannon every single time. You ask him about anything, just shot out of a cannon. So good. Get
4: the it. Browns, I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> We've all I been there. Go.
4: go
3: Browns, I guess.
4: And then he suggested that we draft a quarterback from Liberty.
3: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> to, I mean, to, to that point, like, if you draft a rookie quarterback, you can start them in the NFL right away now. I mean this least...
4: this kid ain't that good. No, this, no, this, this Malik no. Willis that everybody I'm loves. I'm just
3: saying if, if Baker's horrible and we're we're gonna have a horrible record, we could go out and get a quarterback that could play right away.
4: Stroud.
3: Oh my god, no. Suck for let's, Stroud. Let's, let's, let's Suck let's, for let's, Stroud. I'm not, I'm not ready for
0: you, that. you know what we need though? Baseball going cards? on, yeah. With everything going on with baseball, Major League Baseball, and the fact wow. that they still don't have an agreement, I think we need nope. to play some baseball cards. People are bargaining Europe. for
4: nightly baseball cards.
0: It's what America needs—the pastime.
3: Right. As I'm watching, I feel like I lost TV, last time.
0: TV people just streaming out of nationwide Arena. As you Blue you did, Dave. Lost. I
4: feel like you got screwed with that. Uh, remember like he had the legends pack or whatever. And it was like, every person was good and you just had the normal pack.
0: So this week, gentlemen, yeah. I've got one of those multi-packs. Have you ever seen these where they come? Like there's four of them. No, I cut two oh of them. God. off. We're
4: doing four of these.
0: No, no, we're not doing four of these. I oh. cut them off. So we just got two. Okay. Now you've through. got an up card through, for both of them. You've got Daryl Hamilton and you've got, NL East Rivals, Howard Johnson and Ryan Sandberg. So that's the first card on either of these. No, that There's doesn't count, money. right? Yeah, we're not going to count. That's a discard ca- card. It's a discard, yeah. okay.
3: Yeah. That's that's a disc. like the which one would you like? The Joker. Um, wait, who's wild? Julio Franco? Julio Franco is always wild. Dave. Okay. I Another am going one. to go with
0: your left. That would be the Daryl Hamilton pack. Yes. All right,
3: let's go. I feel like that one started off way worse than hojo and ryan samberg so.
0: stickers right off the bat look at that and daryl hamilton will go ahead discount discard that one there's pat tabler for kansas city okay played for your indians later on frank viola that's not bad for the mets oh Dang. here's a classic doug jones
3: doug jones doug, doug jones jones
0: nice. oh franco John Franco. John oh, Franco right water. there from the Cincinnati Reds. You've got George Brett. This is an anniversary that's card. A, that's a great card. We're we going to count that anniversary card, George yeah. Brett. He's oh, on I, there. All right. I
3: feel like we don't we don't count Yeah, we don't count we don't, the special cards. Yeah. Ken no. Obo
0: Kill Ken Oberkfell. I don't know. That's a that made up is. name. That is Rich Gedman. He's a catcher for the Red Sox. Uh, this is horrible. Mitch Williams, pitcher from the Cubs. Wow. Here you go, Dave. Here's a special card for you. Uh, Dan Plesak. Dan Uh, Plesak. That's a wild Zach's uncle. Yes and yes. Anytime you pull a Plesak, that's always good times.
3: I feel like every time we pull a Dan Plesak, like Zach Plesak should just have to pop up on the screen and start talking (laughs) to us about it. I mean, he gave us this game. We just have him on call. That's
0: exactly right. Stand Zach has to sit in
4: here every Monday just in the off chance. <laughs> we uncle pull his up. uncle
0: Jack Howell. Carmen Castillo. Right. Lloyd McClendon. Lloyd McClendon from the Cubs. Catcher. Jack Morris from the Tigers. That's not bad. Mark Grant. That is bad. And Wade, Wade Boggs. But that's once again a Wade Boggs special card.
4: That looks cool from
0: it is from, pretty cool.
4: So like
3: three D.
0: You know what I watched the other day was the It's Always Sunny, where they go cross country and try to drink as many beers as Wade Boggs uh, yeah. allegedly. How many did. little
3: bats did Wade Boggs drink? Like hundred eighteen? It was a it was an ungodly number. It's yeah. a fantastic episode. <laughs> All right. Who do you want here? Oh, jeez. Well, I so I can't get I can't take Wade Boggs or George Brett. No, they're both off the table. That's right. Okay, we'll go we'll go Doug Jones. Doug Jones, that's solid. And, and we had Jack we Morris was good. No. No. Lloyd
0: McClendon? No. It was Manager. earlier. Dude, are you not gonna take Mitch Williams?
3: I thought I had a Frank pretty Viola. Good one. No. No. Dan Pleasak? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go Dan Pleasak. I thought Dan I had another Plisak. decent one. All right. Dan Pleasak. All right.
0: Please not so a bad call. Let's see what I get.
3: Ugh. I feel like Mickey Gamble Mantle me over the over the hump though
0: let's see here. Tony Pena, yes, Tony wow. Pena, that's a fantastic poll. Do you know who he was the personal catcher of, Nick? He was a personal catcher for a Cleveland Indian
3: Tony Pena yeah. once at a at a hotel bar in Toronto put a box over my head when I asked for an autograph. no way why <laughs> he man? was I think he was wasted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he was the personal catcher of Dennis In- Martinez when he incredibly was oh, incredibly cool.
3: guy Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Steve Olin. Steve Olin from the Indians. Oh, be,
3: Yeah. No kidding.
0: Uh, Howard Johnson good. from the Mets. Sidearm. Greg Olson from the Orioles. Okay. Not you end. Jeff Peterick, pitcher. Steve Farr, pitcher from Kansas City. I picked the wrong pack. Don Ace pitcher from the Mets oh I think I just won you already won Joe Carter outfielder the Cleveland Indians oh it's an Indians card wow let's do do a battle of Ohio too because I'm also going to pull a favorite from down south Paul O'Neill outfielder from the Reds all of Ohio says that I win this one so that was
4: another special pack I feel like the
0: no like, it wasn't I, these, yeah, are
4: special. these are regular
0: cards <laughs> I do have a special player of the decade Jose Canseco in here Nick I think nice. what
3: he's doing like that wasn't a multi-pack that was just like he opened them all up he took all the good ones and then he like I'd resealed them somehow yeah. Yeah, that's Do they make that That
4: stuff that yep. heats up the plastic? And you, you guys are on to me. You see it on TikTok.
3: And did you notice when he was holding the cards out, like the one he wanted me to do, he was like way out here. <laughs> like a magician? <laughs> yeah, like, right of kind of...
0: <laughs> can I continue with my pack? Kurt Manorag, Eric Hatzel, Jerome Walton, BJ Surhoff. Remember him? He wasn't bad. Mm, He's not a really. good. BJ Surhoff? Yeah. He's so.
4: I'd start sweating there, Chris.
0: I think I'm going to go with Paul O'Neill and Joe Carter. Go
3: with all Ohio, baby. Okay, so I would like to propose a new rule with if if a Dan Plesak is pulled, I get to take one of your cards.
0: Oh, no.
3: Not tonight, but just going forward. Oh. Uh. Yeah, like whoever pulls a Dan
4: Plesak, that's like a yeah, you,
0: It's like a swap card.
4: Yeah, he started the okay. game. Like technically, right. his
0: bloodline started. So I would get game. the
3: Dan Please and you get like Joe Carter. Yes,
0: that doesn't seem fair.
3: But okay, well, okay. So Dan Please a swap card, and Julio Franco's a wild. It was wild. Okay, this is going to be a game that we we can sell. We got to start writing down these rules. Right.
0: All right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I assume I win. All it's right, Joe, yeah. Carter, Joe
4: Carter, Joe Carter, Cleveland guy. No, not a Cleveland guy, but played in
0: Cleveland. So good job, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. My uncle also set a minor league record with Joe Carter. Have I told that story? Dan Blesak? No, no. My uncle, he pitched triple-A ball. Did uh, really? When Yeah. When Joe Carter was in the minors, uh, he set a record for most home runs ever in, in the minor league, whatever league this yeah. was, single-A, double-A, or whatever it was. My uncle, he hit that final home run off of my uncle. So, no kidding. My uncle likes to say that he and Joe Carter set a record together. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And he did, yeah. Oh, that's true that's story, cool. folks. True Joe Car-
4: story. he is Evan from Christon. Oklahoma City. You could have given me a hundred guesses at a hundred different cities. I would have never guessed Oklahoma City. No. Wow.
3: Well, I picked the wrong pack. All right. It is on to headlines. Let's keep it going. Cleveland brought to you by our good friends at TSE Enterprises. Cleveland, look out for those show tweets to be eligible to win each week for those weekly giveaways. This week, we are giving away a Jed Wills 8x10 photo. Make sure you follow the show handle. Look out for those each week. And the winner this week of the Jed Wills 8x10. <laughs> is Nathan 322 not to be confused with Nathan <laughs> I like Nathan Nathan <laughs> 322 two. congratulations you're taking home the Jed Wills 8x10 photo go follow TSE Cleveland on Twitter go check them out get some signed gear Big Jed All right. Yeah, big Jed. Hopefully, he has a turnaround year, and we don't start him with one ankle. Um, all right, we we talked with Ed and Columbus a little bit about Jared Allen uh, fractured finger. Chris, our our I broke this news. breaking the news here. Chris, do you have any updates? I do not. Do we even know which hand it is? It's his non shooting.
0: That's confirmed. Okay. Confirmed. I wasn't even sure. Okay. So he blocked a shot. Was that off the backboard? His
4: his oh, other hand rim. like jammed up into the rim. It was, man. I would like winced watching it, man. That's, that's tough.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. The cost thankfully, of the win.
0: Thankfully, it was his offhand though.
3: Chris, what is the next major outlet that is going to quote you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I make them just so obvious,
0: too. And to have the same outlet now twice in a row, that's pretty impressive. Pretty oh, impressive. it was the same people. No kidding. I think it was. I think <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah. So somebody there just, oh, you're not going to get me again. Oh, this is good. We need to share this.
4: <laughs> turned it into it. You know what's funny is they turned
0: it yeah. out into a graphic, which means so they
4: probably typed it out, read it aloud, and said, you know what? This, this
0: is legit. <laughs> so, so here's what they're talking about. This is the quote that I put out there. I said it was from J. B. Bickerstaff. <laughs> Jared Allen left with a quad injury, and then he started pointing it out. Other areas hurt, and then he touched that. Wait a second. Wait. Let me reread that. I can't read tonight. What did Jared you say? Allen left with a quad injury, and then he started pointing out other areas when he other areas hurt. What when is this? Stack News live read? I don't know, man. I can't read my own. I wrote this originally, and all they did was transcribe it, and I don't, it doesn't make any sense. What I was saying was that as he pointed to other places on his body and said, "This hurts," "This hurts," "This hurts," "This hurts,", this hurts they finally said, "Oh, it's your finger that's broken." It's an old blonde joke that I just turned into that and nailed uh, it. Attributed it to JB Bickerstaff and apparently at least one news outlet went ahead and ran with it. So Man, the great.
4: Chris Mc, the Chris McNeil Ballsack Sports collab.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess whoever runs incredible. that is from Northeast Ohio too. Yeah, like, from Black Akron. Sports. That yeah. account boom, like they're selling ads and stuff. I know it's amazing.
3: That's great. great. Good for Ballsack. <laughs> Nick, what the heck's going on with all these injuries? Go ahead, you Do cut
0: you- that up. We're going to need that in a promo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you think we have enough time before the season ends? Obviously, we're not going to be no. where we wanted to be. We're not going to be the number one seed. We're not going to be probably top five. But you look at all these injuries. Is there any chance we can pull this together and get our chemistry back where we can make a significant playoff run this year?
4: Yeah, I mean, for sure. They, they looked alive down the stretch last night when things got close. They were, yeah, they were able yep. to put away a good Raptors team who, who, you know, been one of the hottest teams in the East. So, yeah, I mean, it. it it's all right. It, it's tough. So tough, though, because after the all-star break, the, those next two, three weeks is supposed to be where the coaching staff is able to get a look at the guys. Like these are, this is going to be the playoff rotation. Like it's going to be these eight or nine guys on a nightly basis. And that's what we're going to roll with. The guys are missing out on that. Cause obviously part of that would be Rajon Rondo and Karis Levert. Well, those guys are out due to injury. And now Jared Allen, you've lost your bona fide center all-star, you know, th- the, second best center in the league. You could argue that's not good. Not good at all. But it, I think, you know, if, if there's any position that you could afford to lose in a modern NBA in the way that this Cavs roster is built, it's probably a center because you got a zillion of them.
3: That is true. That's a good point. Uh, let's, let's quickly move on to the Browns because we're running late, but this broke down today. Browns tag, David Njoku mixed reaction on Twitter. Chris, what are your thoughts on Najoku making the big bucks for a year here?:
0: Yeah, you know, are we going to use him? Are we going to commit to him? I, I don't know. Is he committed to us so we't have any mysterious scratches? I, I, he is such an enigma on this team because he's got so much talent. he really does, and you look at that guy and he's just a physical specimen, and, and he when looks he's. He's a huge game-changer for us, but it's a matter of keeping him engaged for a full 17-game schedule and hopefully on the playoffs pass there. And we obviously haven't seen that yet. And a lot of what's wrapped up in David Njoku, even after several years in the league, is still in potential. So yeah. um, I'm good with it. I'm good with it because I think that's what the franchise tag is probably there for is a case like this where you say, okay, let's see what we've got for another year. And this year, it looks like we're going to make him the man, right? We're going to get rid of Hooper. I would assume that's going yeah, to be he, the next year He already fell down. Yeah.
4: One yeah, would hope. One yeah. would hope.
3: So you have, you now, hey, so.
0: he wanted to be the guy two years ago. He asked, asked for a trade. Since that time, we brought him back into the fold. He wants to be the guy, so now it's time to be the guy.
3: He he yep. reminds me a lot of Baker Mayfield because we're several years in. We don't know what we have. He's shown flashes. Hopefully, we get and the, the And <laughs> he divides the fan base. He divides <laughs> the fan base. Perfect. Right. Yeah. A lot of a lot of similarities there nick what are you what are your thoughts
4: oh i loved it i I really did i I saw like some of the tweets that are like, "Well, if David Njoku is our franchise player, we have bigger fish to fry."
0: Like, no, that also the- was our franchise player. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, come on, like, yeah, that's yeah, that's,
4: <laughs> that's literally just the term that they yeah. use. You know, like right, teams, right. Fr- like the Bengals franchise tagged a, a star safety that they right. couldn't afford to let walk. The Chiefs yep. today franchise tagged their right, ta- their left tackle rather. So you teams do this you you try to save a little bit of money and all the reports say that this is literally just a bridge to a David Njoku contract extension so I hope that comes I definitely thought last season I said this from the very 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 beginning he was the best and most talented uh, tight end on the roster and really wide receiver on the roster at times so i I think what Chris said really just nailed it is let's just make him the guy. let's you know give him an increase of volume and leave no doubt when he gets that contract extension that everybody on Brown's Twitter, with exception to some, will be happy and you know not not do David. no one joking. there's
0: no a hundred percent. We could win the Super Bowl, and there's still gonna be people on Brown's Twitter like I think it yeah, would never repeat. we only really won by ten, I mean. That second half, we almost let it slip away.
4: Imagine <laughs> if we would have lost the Super Bowl. This
0: would have been so much better if Baker wasn't our quarterback who did it. <laughs> right? Yeah,
4: <laughs> that flag. That I'm still not really over that flag plant. That's when the, the <laughs> guy just, <laughs> you know, that's like oh. that's like I I've likened that to like when you have an argument with your significant other. It's just that thing that keeps coming up and keeps coming up. So mm-hmm. like in a world where. Eventually say that the Browns do move on from Baker Mayfield. The the radio stations and our Twitter mentions, that's there's gonna be a lot of people saying, you know what? I never really liked Baker Mayfield. The damn flag plant, the flag plant is gonna come up more than we care to admit in the future. I, I just have a weird
3: feeling. <laughs> Let's hope not.
0: <laughs> it just has Munch written all over it. I know Munch is just sitting back there right now, just waiting for his moment to be able
3: to say all that stuff. God, who cares yeah. right yeah i will say for david a joker there's there's worse players to bet on like it you know you, you give 10 11 12 million dollars to this guy it fits within the cap space for a year whatever we'll see especially see if you
4: get rid of out. hooper yeah
3: yeah why Why
0: not? Now, you brought up that it was kind of interesting that people are getting their noses out of joint because they're saying, if he's our franchise, what, what is our franchise? Maybe, maybe they should add on that when you franchise tag, it also comes with a captainship. So they're also the captain <laughs> to really just add it up and get people's heads just totally spinning on Twitter.
4: I wonder if Stefanski will do his silly little gimmick again this year. I, again, speaking of things like the flamp plague, I've never liked this. The the flag plant whoa plant um flag. plant flag <laughs> um i never liked the one captain per game thing can we get rid of that
0: i didn't even know he did that to be honest with you
4: it's a yeah come on that's a little elementary we're like the player yeah, we, did that. We, we literally yeah, did. yeah like football. the player that he feels like needs to have a big game would be the captain and like The last down the stretch, it was like Baker every game. And then he was like throwing the football like a shot put off of his back foot into triple coverage of the Green Bay Packers. So he would do a game. After he didn't practice, after four.
3: Yeah. And then I would assume he would do a game ball after. Yeah. So he basically lost. Like, like, here's here's the captain. And no, you're not getting this game ball. You sucked. That's a, that feels like a very bad strategy,
4: yeah. Let's drop that. Like, let's, let's do the it. C's on the uniform, like everybody else. We name the three captains on offense, on defense, on special teams. Yeah, let's just try to be like everybody else this year, huh? If we ever consider that, let's drop the tight end obsession. Let's drop the cute things here and the cute things there. Let's just be normal. Let's just go into a completely <laughs> normal. A normal family. I mean, good lord, with the guys What's running normal? out there with three tight ends and a fullback, it's it's like, well, how do you want to move the ball, buddy? Like,
0: hey, hey, we'll you are in a city with a basketball team that starts three seven footers. Come on, you don't do anything normal.
3: They win. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Sheet sure. of not normal. MLB <laughs> lockout. I hate large this. bases. What hey. is what is going on with these large bases? This. You know what a- I figured a- out, Dave. What I they, they
0: finally figured out that their fan base has gotten so damn old <laughs> that they can't really see the bases that well, and they that's really true. the bigger bases they're giving them two more inches. Those two inches are going to be huge because then they can easily see what's going on on the base paths. So that's the reason they're increasing the base size.
3: I like that. We got to cut that into a
0: promo. Those those oh, two yeah. inches
3: are going to be huge. <laughs> size um, matters when it comes to <laughs> geez, baseball. What what is that? Does anyone actually know why they're doing this?
0: Well, actually, I have heard that it's a safety thing. They want to be able to, that gives you like, so the defensive player with their foot on the bag, you have more room to get both feet on. So you're not like stepping on someone else's foot. That's what I've heard. I don't this know if that's true or arguing, not. Um, it seems to only apply to like first base in that case, but. You know, in, in the lower leagues like ours, you have like two bases that are stuck together. So you have one yeah. that kind of, you go off to the side. Yeah. Like Beer League, you go off to the side at first base. Have you seen those? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Base. We have
3: two bases. Yeah. When we yeah, play yeah, softball. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So you don't turn your ankle or anything. So they made bigger that. Bases, bases so they weren't
3: turning your ankle.
0: That's what I've heard. Man, and also base, the players just like just it just, because they could steal a little bit easier. I guess it's all incremental, but that's Ricky Henderson's care. coming I'm back. God like, oh, damn it. That's <laughs> right. Nick's like I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, <laughs>
4: I'm done with baseball. I I the whole thing is really just like Oh, you
3: sound like a Browns fan like when we we don't draft the right guy. I'm done with this team. I'm never watching another No, team. We no. Drafted no. that flag planter. <laughs>
0: planter flag. flag Plant, pl- flagger.
4: Pla- yeah. Plant, yeah. Flagger. No, I mean, I'll, I'm definitely going to watch. I'm, I'm going to miss it like hell, but it's just so ugly right now. Like, this is so annoying. Why, why does it have to be like this? This is two years in a row of this. What are
3: they going to do when when someone does the shift and it's been banned? The
4: ump is just going to yell, hey, <laughs> don't do that. No, don't, don't.
0: no, the process is the opposing manager then throws the red flag. And then they go up to the booth. <laughs> and then it goes to New York, and they review what's happened on the field. Then it comes back down, and twenty minutes later, they make a ruling
4: that's granted that your manager could find the red flag in okay. all of his in all of his padding, like when Hugh couldn't find his red flag, and he was digging all around in his underwear for it
0: yep, and if you lose, you lose a relief pitcher, they just take him right out of the game. he's off the roster
3: so <laughs> he has to sit in the bleachers
0: high penalties, high penalties.
3: <laughs> This is what we're arguing over. Good lord! That's right. All right, best worst tweets. Let's get out of here.
0: Well, oh, we Ryan.
4: got breaking breaking news before the frigging best and worst tweets. Oh, baseball's back, folks. Jeremy Fowler, no. ESPN. I'm told the Browns' plan is to keep Austin Hooper along with David Njoku, despite Njoku's franchise tag of 10.9 million. Hooper is due 9.5 million in salary this year. This
3: was my this was my worry that Kevin Stefanski is just going to put all of our money into tight ends and fullbacks. Like here's, guy, I hope gets a huge deal. <laughs> I like the guy a lot, but I I have a feeling. If we keep Austin Hooper, this is going to end horribly. We do this we do this with every single
4: regime where we get rid of or keep good players because they don't fit or fit too well a scheme that is outdated that is never going to even last for the the length of that player's contract. And sorry saying it as it is, if the Browns stink this year Kevin Stefanski You're Matt Nagy. It's been good knowing you. Hope that coach of the roar, uh, coach of the year, whatever, is nice and dusted off on your shelf because that's all you're gonna ever get. Back to offensive coordinator, QB coach land for you. So, I hope they figure this out because I, I don't like that at all. Does that mean that they're just gonna abandon wide receiver all, all over again? And like I said, like we're we're not gonna be normal.
0: What I like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You rewind five minutes ago, Nick's like, I just. This season, I want to be normal. <sighs> five <laughs> minutes later, he's like, oh,
3: we're doing it again. We're and I love I love how they're it like – No, it took
0: five minutes for the Browns to disappoint you on that one.
4: And it's like, you know, everyone – the Baker Wars, you could have whatever side people are going to hate you over the Baker Wars. But, like, I think everyone in the Browns universe could agree. Like, if they're going to run it back with Baker, like, they're saying that they're going to – why wouldn't you try Give your him as damn many tight ends
0: as possible? <laughs> it's, it's he's got all kinds like, of weapons. Like, and instead, I, don't know, I gave him the, all the fullbacks and tight ends that any quarterback would ever need to be the successful. nine and a
4: half million dollar guy that runs like he's got poop in his pants.
0: Wow. wow, that's the breakdown you're not going to get on any other Oof. podcast, folks.
4: I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, Dave literally told our guest, like, I'm afraid Baker's going to leave and go be Matt Stafford. Yeah, because Matt Stafford doesn't have a $9.5 million tight end that runs less cleats are tied together.
3: We're oh. going to draft a tight end at 13 now. <laughs> I'm not going to break it we're gonna fran- we franchise Najoku and we are going to draft a tight end at thirteen. Browns I'd be in Lake Erie with tight Yacht. end. Set.
4: <laughs> like me and Yacht and Lake Erie together. Only I'm gonna have bricks <laughs> attached to my legs.
0: <laughs> five tight ends. We're gonna have a wishbone in the backfield with two
3: tight ends back there behind Baker.
4: Oh my God! This team just drives just, me to the edge.
3: I'm I I. I think I, I said it after the season ended. I'm never having expectations again going into a season. Chris, <laughs> we've done this for a long time. That's where we always our, make our
0: mistake, Dave.
3: We've, correct. Our yeah, predictions yeah. have always been 10 wins, 11 wins, Five, 12 wins. I will never go over nine wins ever, <laughs> ever again.
0: Really, the mo- the Cavs model is what we need to go into every year. Like, we're going to suck. I guess we're young. Who knows? We're going to play for the lottery and then have them play, you know, a little bit above expectations, which, which they've done, and everybody thinks that they're just the best thing ever. And yeah. uh, we're never going to treat the Browns that way, but that's really the way we should go into these seasons. We oh, need
3: the bet jack over under games one for the year at, like, three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go
0: super low. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, if they keep this up, but the number of tight ends, you <sighs> may just naturally do that.
4: Yeah, that like my projected win total was probably like you said, Dave, around eight, nine. I think I'm down to probably like a six after that. After that tweet,
0: it's inversely related to the number of tight ends that are on the final. Yeah, round.
4: yeah. The next, the next tight end that we get, we're we're up there You're with, taking five yeah. wins off. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're up there with the Jets and the Jags for number one overall pick, twenty twenty
3: three. If if someone offered me the bet of Browns. Over under seven and a half, and that person would probably be Calvin Ridley. I would probably go. I wouldn't take the bet. I would just no, walk
0: off one. That's a good mark. I'd seven walk and a half. I think I'd go over. But that's eight, 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 right. There. Nine. Yeah, that's where it I wouldn't
3: do things. it. I meant I mentally
4: can't do it again this year.
0: It's a seventeen game schedule though. But imagine you bet
4: on seven and a half and somehow, some way, which I don't think is going to happen, right? But imagine you take that bet at seven and a half and then the under hits, you'd feel like the biggest goon on planet earth. I don't know that I could do it. Yeah. Well, I'm broken up though. Cause cause of that Austin Hooper. My
0: thing, life is so. a Cleveland fan. I'm playing We've for the push. Done. I'm just hoping I get that seven and a half. We tie a game and boom, right in
3: there. Seven and a half. Let's go.
0: Give me my uh, money back. I can live to fight another day.
3: Yeah, let's, I mean, just, let's just go under and say, you know, six, seven wins would be nice. And just we'll get a fun meter going for the Browns throughout the year. Get us to super duper fun at some point. I think it would be great. Fun meter like, the- oh, Baker
4: played the Phil Collins song again. <laughs> that was fun. We lost by 20, but good Lord, we were all over Instagram with that in the air tonight highlight.
0: Wow. I'm sensing yes, so seated issues. You're a very hurt man. Yes, yeah. Nick
3: I'm on a that danger zone. Out. A danger
0: zone for a while. <laughs>
4: All right. Get us out of here, Nick. Alrighty. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the big play reflog show. Sorry. It turned into an Austin Hooper therapy session there at the end, but if you want to keep it going, make sure to follow at big play reflog on Twitter. So you never miss one of these streams. You'll also be eligible to get some TSE Cleveland autograph memorabilia. Check them out. tsecleveland.com While you're online, check out Shaq news. Some of the best video game reviews, walkthroughs guides that you'll find online. Drink some Lebat. Get a GV shirt, wear it every week when you watch the show. We will see you guys next Monday night. Peace. It's time streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio,
1: presenting the undefeated,
2: undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world. The big play. We